Hello everyone and everything. Welcome back to my holistic podcast. This is Gigi Mirto. I'd like to start today's episode number four by thanking the listeners who have sent in comments to the last episode number three, furthering the topic of pain. I'm very grateful for your comments and I am actually quite excited about them because they're the only way that this is going to turn into more of a conversation and uh, less of a monologue, but also because they offer a way to expand on the topics um, by offering new, uh, new angles and perspectives on those topics than just my perceptions alone. Um, so again, thank you so much for them. And let's have a look at those. I've got two here. Uh, one is from Mark. Thank you, Mark. And Mark says, and I quote, I think though, there are different types of pain. I guess because it's your calling to help people physically, that you're talking about physical pain and how we can holistically heal that. So first of all, I absolutely agree with you, Mark. There are definitely different types of pain. There are different levels of pain. There are different ways of suffering. There are different types of pain. Uh, Different people will also experience um, pain differently and therefore even the same type of pain might be or mean something different to different people so that's that's um, something we can absolutely agree on Um, when you say that you guess that because it's my calling to help people physically and that's why i'm talking about physical pain that's that's um kind of relative in that and and i hope i understand what you're saying Uh, please uh, correct me if i'm wrong Um, When I used the example of physical pain, specifically I used the the, the point of reference um, of a broken leg, Um, I chose to use an example of physical pain because I felt that it was more relatable to uh, by more people, Uh, not necessarily specifically the broken leg as such, but generally physical pain. Uh, yes, being more relatable to by most people um, rather than other types of pain, as you, in fact, point out. Um, I Interestingly, though, in, in relation to the rest of your comment, is that the reason why that topic came up for me in the first place is to do with the way that I am changing my uh, entire approach to pain by basically uh, the way that my my perception of pain or my understanding of pain, in fact, is shifting, it's changing uh, as a result of the experiences that I have in my clinical practice, particularly in my coaching work, uh, where I predominantly only deal with um, emotional pain uh, from problems in living. Um, occasionally, uh, I, I obviously uh, also uh, deal with a lot of more physical pain. That's That's an absolute truth. Uh, I do a lot of um, other therapies from massage work, uh, body work, and uh, herbal medicine and so on and so forth, where I often deal with um, either uh, only physical pain uh, or, or a combination of different aspects. Uh, it's worth saying also that often uh, one type of pain certainly transfers across into other areas, uh, which is where you point out you know, that, that we can holistically heal pain, um, even physical pain. The reality being that often emotional pain can somatize or will eventually somatize in the body and so on and so forth. But that might be a topic for a different episode uh, in itself. So what I was trying to hone in on in the last episode uh, in relation to all this, though, is the uh, 
fact that you, you say there are different types of pain and I as I said I absolutely agree with that um, yet what I was trying to hone in on was the common denominators uh, amongst those different types of pain and the common denominators being the fact that pain uh, forces us to look at reality for what it is um, by attempting to bring our attention to what's actually happening and the other aspect of that is how pain forces us and holds us down into the present moment uh, so what's actually happening right now reality both in terms of experience and uh, placement what's going on here now um, which brings me to the the other comment that's come up uh, that's come through uh, the last episode which is from Louise and uh, that comes um, that's come through in the form of a question uh, thank you Louise I quote can you comment on the necessity of being with a capital B in the present moment as it pertains to the function of pain for the process of healing yes I can comment uh, I however can't guarantee that I will be uh, successful at um, answering the question in, 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 you know, with what you're actually looking for, but I will try my best to uh, answer the question as, in a way that is helpful. Um, and that ties into what I was just talking about um, in relation to Mark's comment. Um, and the necessity of being in the present moment as it pertains to the function of pain for the process of healing relates to, I think, if I'm understanding you correctly, um, the fact that pain forces us to um, be deeply involved in the present moment. And, and, and by that, what I'm trying to say, or what pain even is attempting to do with us in that context is to uh, not let us stray off into any other place or direction or, or point in time in our lives. Because what does happen often, especially when we have suffered a great deal from uh, whether it be a traumatic event or a series of circumstances or uh, being uh, perhaps victimized by a particular entity or person in, in some point in time in our lives, uh, past or present, um, that we may end up placing a great deal of value singularly to the event or the entity uh, where the pain was um, generated as the cause of our suffering. And that... Um, as much as it's true that pain may have gener been generated in those past events uh, or series of circumstances, um, what the only way that we can resolve the, the suffering that we experience today is by looking at where is the pain now? What is, wh where are we experiencing pain in our lives today? Where, where are we suffering? Uh, is it in our uh, bodies? Is it in our relationships? It is, is it in our uh, whether it's our work ethics or our, our perhaps our uh, lack of boundaries, it could be a huge array of different things for different people, but essentially uh, it's not going to be resolved in the past event, uh, even if it's when it was when and where it was generated uh, in the first place. Which kind of brings me to the, in fact, interestingly, the topic that I was um, going to discuss in this episode um, which is, and I ended the last episode, in fact, saying that um, I, I wanted to possibly discuss this today, uh, how much our pain and suffering are inflicted upon us and um, therefore can't be helped, uh, and how much they're actually a result of accepting, I was saying, a dysfunctional narrative. Uh, 
which is something that we end up somehow basically buying into. Uh, and um, I'd like to talk about that now for a moment um, because it relates to both those um, comments, I, I think. Um, and But at the same time, I, I'd like to point out that I'm going to stay, I'm going to at least try to stay a little bit vague around this topic because now that I've had time to think about it um, since you know, I, I ended up the last episode, I realized that it's a, an extraordinarily, ironically, very painful, painful topic. Um, and it could um, be very hurtful to quite a lot of people, um, quite a lot of listeners. And it's not my intention to cause uh, further suffering to those people. So I apologize if, if it sounds uh, painful for um, some of you out there. But um, it is one of my, uh, I guess, um, learnings uh, as, a, as a practitioner. And I, I find it to be quite central. If we're talking about pain, uh, I would do you a great disservice if I didn't um, at least, you know, to some extent, bring this um, particular aspect up. Um, it, it was a revolutionary in my own practice. Uh, I, I have helped with the recognition of this um, topic uh, and bring it into the practice with patients. I've actually helped, um, tangibly helped, a, a, a whole number of people, a fairly vast number of people over the years to resolve unspeakable suffering. Uh, and extraordinary traumas. I, um, that's why I would like to stay fairly vague um, because it is a very powerful topic and with power comes pain, meaning that, you know, healing, uh, it's a very healing topic and healing is very painful. Uh, in fact, healing, the process of healing is often more painful than the pain that we've been accustomed to. <laughs> you might want to think about that for a minute, <laughs> for a minute. Um, the process of healing might actually be more painful than the pain that we got accustomed to in the first place. So essentially, um, in fact, we have, you know, the, the concept of a healing crisis, for example, uh, where things have to get much worse before we can get better, right? Uh, sometimes we have to go uh, right back to the foundations of our suffering, therefore relive, uh, you know, like it's the case in some uh, psychotherapies like uh, regression, for example, where we relieve uh, not necessarily events, and I'm not a psychotherapist, but the pain, the, the extent of the pain of the past or the events that generated it uh, in order to uh, find a way uh, to heal from it and a, and a way forward with it or from it and, uh, and the ability to integrate it and to extract uh, useful information even from it so that we can eventually even benefit from having gone through the process of healing and so on and so forth beyond the healing itself, but also in a way that it can enrich our future lives and maybe uh, even others around us. Um, and so in that context, I'd like to say that how much uh, the pain and suffering are genuinely inflicted on us uh, and can be helped, meaning that uh, whether somebody is responsible for that uh, whether we are being victimized or we have been victimized in the past uh, at some point or other, and therefore that's when our pain and suffering started and so on. Um, and how much the, the, the pain and the suffering that we experience today uh, is a result of uh, a dysfunctional narrative that we accept uh, on, a, on an ongoing basis, uh, may our understanding of that may make all the difference in our opportunity to actually heal. Uh, what I mean by that is that ultimately, uh, when we have been uh, 
uh, whether victimized or traumatized or in, in any which way uh, made to suffer, we automatically have to cope with that. We um, at least uh, attempt to uh, develop some coping mechanism. Our, our psyche is designed to come up with, with strategies and so is our um, emotional, uh, I guess, uh, intelligence and so on. And in doing so, in, in uh, coming up with strategies with sometimes unconscious or, or unintentional ways to, unintentional, sorry, ways to cope um, and survive, uh, we then form habits and um, sort of develop, uh, as I said, coping mechanisms and um, habits um, as a result and ways to, in fact, behave. And therefore, that's right, we, be, we, we, we develop behaviors. Uh, and those behaviors uh, lock the event, the pain and the suffering that we have experienced, uh, I guess, at the time of the trauma or the, the, the victimization or whatever may have um, generated pain and suffering in our lives sometime in the past or present, uh, gets locked up in us by the way that we actually end up uh, behaving. And so our strategy to overcome actually becomes a prison uh, that generates the, the, the same uh, or some level of pain and suffering in our present lives all the way down the track through to this very moment right now. And so who's responsible for that? How do we solely allocate the responsibility and therefore the value in terms of uh, the, the uh, responsibility of the pain and suffering to something that is uh, potentially removed from us uh, by time or space. And yet the pain and suffering is happening to us both here and now. So I hope I'm making sense with that and, and that you can understand what I'm trying to say and uh, perhaps appreciate the importance of recognizing that there is a level of an opportunity there. There's a level of responsibility that actually uh, lies with us in the present moment through our behaviors, uh, however unconscious. Therefore, it's certainly not a, a matter of blame, but rather a, a matter of reclaiming our power and with that our power of choice over our patterns, over our behaviors, and therefore the choices we can make to move toward healing and toward a more sensible and sustainable future. Um, I'd like to wrap the episode up at this point with that. And I very much look forward, in fact, to hearing what your thoughts are uh, about what I've just um, brought up. And I hope that um, you will continue to expand on all these topics and um, sending more comments. I think it's a wonderful thing. So thank you very much for listening. This is me. Over and out.